The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. ComBank's Next Chapter program provides services and support to help those impacted by financial abuse. It's part of their commitment to supporting the financial well-being of customers and communities. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 30th of July. In your squeeze today, COVID by states, Japan's bid to join the Five Eyes Intelligence Network, tech giants face up to Congress, and the argument for ditching soap. This is your squeeze today. A quick whip around the states to start today. First, in Queensland, Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has closed the Queensland border from 1am on Saturday morning to anyone who's been in the Greater Sydney area in the past two weeks, Claire. It's a pretty fierce battle there between Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk and the New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian. Berejiklian yesterday said that she'd been blindsided by that decision and hadn't received a call from Palaszczuk before it was announced. This comes after three new cases were recorded in Queensland yesterday. Two of those, though, came from Victoria. There was a lot of attention on those cases yesterday. Two teenagers were in Melbourne and came back uh, home to Queensland, but they didn't declare to authorities that that's where they've been. So Palaszczuk was really quite scathing of those actions. Those two girls have received fines. Over in WA, Premier Mark McGowan has kept West Australia's borders closed to all states for some time now. Clive Palmer has taken issue with this and he's challenging the ruling in the High Court. Scott Morrison weighed in yesterday. He did. The federal government's actually joined that action and uh, even though McGowan says that's annoyed the hell out of him, which is the direct quote, Morrison said yesterday that he thinks that that legal action might actually be successful. And then there's still the aged care crisis, of course, in Victoria with infections now reported at 77 aged care homes. It does look like the state and federal governments are starting to get back on the same page, though. Look, they certainly said the right words yesterday. Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews both said that they weren't much interested in the blame game, that the thing they had to do was to stop the spread of coronavirus in the aged care settings and the resources are starting to flow through there now. Moving over to the economy now, and Australia has recorded its biggest ever quarterly fall in consumer prices. So the stuff we buy is cheaper, basically. To get across the jargon, if you're talking to an economist, they'd say that the consumer price index has dropped. This is all, of course, due to the coronavirus pandemic, and it's got chins wag and clear as we haven't seen a result like this in some 72 years. And when you look at what happened in that quarter, which ran from April to June, uh, childcare became free, petrol prices plummeted uh, because of a separate issue that was happening uh, over in the oil producing states, but also rents fell in some pretty big markets, and they're very big ticket items. Uh, despite some food and grocery prices going up, it meant that the CPI is now in negative territory of minus 0.3%. It's just the third time our annual inflation rate has been in negative territory since 1949. And just to help out with the acronyms, the CPI is the Consumer Price Index. Five Eyes is an intelligence sharing alliance between the UK, the US, Canada, New Zealand and Australia. 
and now five could become six. Yeah, if you want an extra eye, it looks like Japan would like to join. They're increasingly under pressure from China as well, of course. Their close proximity means that they have a different relationship to China than those five eyes countries. Particularly, they're in the air all the time as China breaches their airspace, which is particularly annoying for them, reports say. Uh, Also looking in terms of our sort of alignment through democracy, uh, Japan said that it's also considering a ban on TikTok and other Chinese apps. So they seem fairly aligned with the direction our nation and those other Five Eyes nations are taking when it comes to China. And speaking of big tech giants, in the US overnight, the CEOs of Amazon, Apple, Facebook and Google have testified before US Congress. The agenda was competition and whether these tech giants are hindering it. There's been a push in the US and a look from lawmakers about what splitting up those companies might be because they are just so big in their fields. Uh, When you look at Amazon in e-commerce, Apple in terms of the devices and tech that they bring, Facebook, of course, across social media platforms and Google uh, in search and the interwebs, they're very big companies and what a congressional committee is concerned about is that uh, they do start for competition and also uh, that it's detrimental to users. What those bosses, though, have said is that you can't have the level of innovation that they've brought uh, without being that kind of size. And I know we recommend them a lot, but we do have a squeeze shortcut on Facebook and also on TikTok, if that's of interest. A link to those in your episode notes. Last week, Claire, we spoke about a UN report that warned the people of Yemen could face serious famine if more aid wasn't provided. This is all due to a crippling civil war. Now some relatively better news reports the country may be on the path to peace. They're already in the midst of the world's worst humanitarian disaster. What has happened in Yemen over the last few years is catastrophic. And on the government side of that civil war, there was a split in the factions at the end of last year. Uh, What has happened in the last 24 hours seems to be those factions coming back together. They're still fighting, though, against the Houthi rebels. And it's that part of the battle that has seen the country fracture. More than 112,000 people have been killed in Yemen since the start of that civil war. And how about this one? Reports out of the US say there's been an increase in packages of seeds appearing in people's mailboxes. They seem to be coming from China and officials there are warning against planting them. What's going on here? that it's a brushing scam and what that means is that uh, unsolicited packages turn up in the hope of a positive review but when it comes to seeds officials are warning those recipients not to plant them because it could be a threat to America's biosecurity. I would have thought though getting seeds it'd be very tempting to pop them in the ground just to see what they were. Like Jack. Yeah exactly magic (laughs) beans you never know what might come out of it. Uh, We've also got a new episode of Squeeze Shortcuts out today, and this week it's on vaping. Vaping is one of those things that keep coming up, but of course it's not something that a lot of us do. So there's a bit of um, mystery surrounding what it actually is and how it works. So we've unpacked that this week. That link in your episode notes. And finally, a doctor who lectures at the Yale School of Public Health says we should stop using soap. It's all got to do with microbiomes. 
You better explain. <laughs> it's the stuff that lives on your skin, which he says is very healthy. And when you um, lather up with soap, it destroys that whole thing. And that's not necessarily good for you, particularly if you've got eczema or other sort of skin conditions. But yeah, good luck getting your people on board with that. He's 37 years old. As I said, he is a doctor. He looks about 22, so he might be onto something. He might be onto something, yeah. He does look very Doogie Howser, doesn't he? (laughs) The email subject line, what have we got today? Uh, I've got on that... um, You can't go past rubber ducky, you're the one when it comes to bath time. So I took that opportunity. Nice positive one. And just finally, before we go, we're running a little competition this week where you could win a $200 Booktopia voucher for yourself and also the person you convinced to sign up to the Squeeze Today email to be in the running sound a bit like a game show host don't I you just jump into your squeeze today email find the invite a friend button at the bottom click on it and the rest is self-explanatory that's all from us today we'll chat to you tomorrow the squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast we're your shortcut to being informed sign up at thesquiz.com.au We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.